John and you're at Eureka Street Crypto broadcasting live from Leander, Texas. It is 5.56 in the morning. So I'm going to make this a quick one. I'm running a little late today, um, streaming a little later than normal on days that I have to go to work. Um, But this is episode number 440. Um, It is Friday, April 1st, April Fool's Day, 2022. I don't have any April Fool's Day jokes. Um, Yeah. I wish I could say I'm going to work, April Fools, but uh, I'm not. I got to go to work. Um, so, <laughs> yep. Um, anyway, this is my video blog, my morning crypto brain dump. This is my chance to kind of just look up and when the house is quiet and talk about some things in crypto and to, to do a little bit of research and stuff like that. I'm going to be listening to podcasts on my way to work as well and my way home. Uh, it's just what I do, man. Um, and, uh, yeah, this is my time to talk about it. I'm not always right. I'm, uh, actually maybe right about things about half the time. All this is purely my opinion and speculation, and this is not educational material. Um, so if you come in here for a, a how-to or a deep analysis on a project, you're in the wrong place, buddy. Um, so yeah, this is just purely opinion. All right. Anyway, and uh, not financial advice. So uh, let's go over here to the old coin gecker and see what we have going on here. Uh, let me get these screens all correct and on the right spots and let me go to this one. All right, there's coin gecko. All right, let me refresh this bad boy here. Um, yes, I used the word bad boy. I normally steer clear of people that, what's up with this bad boy, man? This bad boy here will get you 50,000 miles. And no, um, yeah, I do say bad boy sometimes, you know. Um, it's kind of grip in the 90s <laughs> all right so let's see here um bitcoin $45,180.40 um ethereum $3,280.30 we have bnb at 431.79 um solana 131.20 xrp 81 cents down 3.1% um, Cardano, um, $1.15, up 1.9% in the past week. Terra, 102.35, up 9% in the past seven days. S- Avalanche, um, number 10, up 90, uh, 93.92, up 7.4%. Polkadot, uh, 21.25, stayed just about even, zero point, down 0.3% in the past week. The Doge is number 12. The Doge at 14 cents, 13.136668. And what else do we have down here? We have the CronosCrypto.com coin, um, and that's at 3.3%. Uh, I actually found some apps that are built on the Crow coin, and the, the Crow coin is built using the Cosmos 
uh, hub ecosystem as well. So uh, Cosmos is putting out a lot of a lot of good things lately. So let's see where the Cosmos is. It's down two percent over the past week at twenty eight forty seven. Chainlink is up four point three percent in the past week to at sixteen eighty four. Um, Axie Infinity, even after the Ronin hack, it's only down 9.8% to 62.992. Um, so th there, there was a huge hack. So today I want to go over just some of my, um, my Twitter bookmarks and stuff like that. Um, just do a quick little run through. And, uh, I wanted to also talk about the whole idea of the Ripple, Ripple CEO, Chris Larson, or the co-founder or whatever, who wants to change Bitcoin's code, which is, to me, absolutely uh, ridiculous. <laughs> um, and they're, they're partnering with Greenpeace. They've given Greenpeace $5 million to change the code. Actually, let's go straight to this article before I go to the, the, um, the rest of all these bookmarks. So... Um, Okay, so Crypto News Australia, now Ripple co-founder launches $5 million campaign to change Bitcoin's code. Bitcoin and Ripple XRP, so Ripple and XRP, they call themselves different. Okay, so Ripple's the company and XRP is the the token, the so-called crypto, um, the blockchain. Um, a lot of people say that Ripple's not, XRP is not a blockchain. Um, XRP is like deep, deep in the, uh, up the butt of the World Economic Forum, basically. And the World Economic Forum wants to turn everybody into cyborgs, <laughs> techno, jet, you know, technocratic society. Um, you know, we'll own nothing. We'll be happy all under the, uh, the, uh, the, the happy little, um, control of Klaus Schwab to, you know, yeah, <laughs> basically, uh, the main doctor underneath Klaus Schwab, um, has said that humans don't have souls that were hackable animals and uh yeah and you know, free will is out the window now that we know how to hack humans and yeah they would just basically want to turn us all into worker bees and uh to to not own anything and yeah <laughs> so an xrp wants to be the currency for all that um so billionaire and ripple xrp co-founder chris larson has joined forces with greenpeace in a five million dollar campaign dubbed clean up bitcoin to persuade persuade the protocol to shift from proof of work to a greener consensus mechanism such as proof of stake and chris larson says last year i published an op-ed calling for bitcoin to move to consider a move away from proof of work to a low energy validation method today i'd like to share an update on how my thinking has evolved on this front and uh yeah um so change the code not the climate they are calling for bitcoin to change its code as if there's some group of they, they're saying 20 to 50 ceos and very rich people at the top of bitcoin that can have the power to change a bitcoin um in code and that's not true um there are tons and tons and tons of people running bitcoin nodes on little raspberry pies you know and uh, i saw the whole taproot upgrade and i saw how much that took to get that taproot upgrade and for everybody to use the little signals on their nodes to signal either yes or no a green light or a red light on whether or not to do the taproot upgrade and that took a long time and it you know had it was not an overall consensus to upgrade to Taproot. I mean, it, it was an issue. So 
if that minor upgrade, you know, I mean, it was a pretty big upgrade, but I mean, it was something positive for the chain. If that had, took that much effort to do, they're definitely not going to chain past this. So good luck with it. You know, it's just $5 million thrown down the drain when it could be going towards, um, you know, <laughs> cleaning up the earth. Right. So anyway, so change the code, not the climate in partnership with Greenpeace and other organizations. Larson is funding a series of ads over the next month, calling on Bitcoiners to transition away from power intensive proof of work mining to a proof of stake system that uses much less energy um, so we know the problem bitcoin uses an outdated technology called the proof of work to validated to validate transactions this proof of work method at least as it currently operates uses massive amounts of energy and thus is a huge source of climate pollution as bitcoin's prices surge so too does its energy use and it says we know bitcoin stakeholders are incentivized not to change changing bitcoin would render a whole lot of expensive infrastructure worthless meaning bitcoin stakeholders will need to walk away from sunk costs to find other creative solutions <sighs> look at all the the infrastructure that is built based on pollution the entire military industrial complex washing machines christmas lights you know um, weapons you know <laughs> credit card machines that run visa and and the server farms that run amazon and all that stuff that is polluting and if you're really talking about pollution that's polluting and it doesn't do a whole lot of good you know and uh Bitcoin empowers people. Yes, it does use a lot of energy, but it empowers people for good. And if you're going to use that energy, stop using a lot of the things that destroy humanity and start putting that energy into something that builds up humanity and creates autonomy and independence and freedom for everybody, financial freedom, you know, and uh, as long as the energy is being used. And then another thing, too, is these power plants. You know, if you got to understand how power plants work, they create a, a an amount of energy whether or not it's used and they have to have that buffer you know energy usage comes in waves it has a peaks and troughs and they have to have the capacity of energy to be used and if it's not all being used it gets burnt off or goes to waste and so what people are doing what bitcoin miners are doing they're setting up in power stations they're setting up in solar power plants you know wind power plants coal power plants everywhere stranded natural gas that would be burnt off and vented anyway and they're burning that off and they're hooking their miners up to it and they're creating something from that trash you know that's about as green as you can get so i mean i'm not i'm not against proof of stake I'm not against proof of work. I, I like proof of work. I like proof of stake. I like them both. I think they both have their both their, their their purposes. You know, Bitcoin is a transaction money. It is a it is a it is a money. It is a store of value. Ethereum is a smart contract platform. It is a world computer in the proof of stake system over there that it's moving towards, and that's fine. But you know, I've been listening to Lynn Alden and Justin Drake have the debate about proof of work from proof of stake. And I think they both have their their good and their bad points, you know, but this whole idea of trying to change the code, you know, and we're taught that if we aren't 100% on board with organizations like Greenpeace and with the World Economic Forum, who's trying to push climate change down our throats, that we are against pollution and we are against the climate and the earth. And that's, that's what a lot of these powers in control who are trying to put these kind of you know quasi-communist agendas down our throats they they always tap on something well you hate children you know you hate the earth you hate minorities no we don't you know but don't use that in disguise and hijack a perfectly good cause 
act in order to push your agenda that's going to enslave everybody, you know? And so, yeah, you know, focus on the, the real polluters, you know, and not something that, God forbid, would empower somebody with some financial freedom. So anyway, so needless to say, the reaction of the community was swift and brutal um, against this proposal to change Bitcoin code. So, and I already explained how difficult it is to change Bitcoin code when with the whole taproot upgrade mechanism that was going on there and how what pulling teeth that was. So um, Ryan Selkis says, when I think of why regulators should crack down on crypto, the one greasy face that pops to mind is Chris Larson, the Ripple execs are scum, sorry. Okay, that's Ryan. I don't. I try not to talk smack about people. That's Ryan Larson saying that. And I mean, uh, I don't know who Chris Larson really is up until today. I mean, I, I've heard his name, so I don't pay that much attention to Ripple, honestly. Um, so, and then uh, Zach Vol says Chris Larson of Ripple is funding a five million dollar ad campaign advocating for Bitcoin switching to proof of stake. The only thing I have to say is f off, Chris. Okay. And then um, a common criticism emerging from the community was that Larson's efforts smacked of duplicity and were instead an opportunistic attempt to leverage the emotive topic of environment to undermine a Ripple competitor. In Bitcoin, um, Ripple considers Bitcoin a competitor because Ripple's trying to be the one world currency. So this appeared to be the sentiment of Bitcoin-friendly U.S. Senator Cynthia Loomis, who described the move as a play for regulatory capture. Cynthia Loomis says, this is a disingenuous play for federal regulatory capture. Don't fall for it. Let them compete with thanks to plan B for the screenshot. And uh, is, here's the a headline that says Greenpeace crypto billionaire lobby to change Bitcoin's code. Uh, change the code campaign will run ads in the next month. Ripple co-founder Larson provides $5 million to finance effort. Bitcoin's about to face a fresh onslaught over its damaging environmental footprint. Several activists, climate activists, including Greenpeace and crypto billionaire Chris Larson are launching a change, uh, launching a change the code, not the climate campaign designed to pressure the Bitcoin community to alter the way it orders transactions actions that already consumes as much power as Sweden. Um, so Matt Walsh, a partner at Castle Island Ventures, was seemingly in a state of disbelief, giving Ripple's ongoing battle with the Securities and Exchange Commission. Um, he's, Matt Walsh says, America, the only country in the world where you can make billions dumping unregistered securities that look like fidget spinners. And if you've ever seen the Ripple logo, it looks just like a fidget spinner. <laughs> Um, and so the only country where you can d make billions of dollars dumping unregistered securities that look like fidget spinners on retail investors, then use the proceeds to lecture actual entrepreneurs on Bitcoin businesses. And yeah, you know, that's a lot of people who believe in Ripple, especially starting in like 2018, believed that they were going to be rich um by buying into ripple i was one of those honestly i've bought in i bought into ripple back in 2018 you know one of the first cryptocurrencies that i bought into uh because cryptocurrencies to me seemed sketchy and ripple um had uh western not western a uh, moneygram name associated with it it had american express name associated with it and those were things that i recognized in a new foreign land of cryptocurrency and i bought it because it was something that i recognized and i could buy a lot of it because it was like 13 cents at the time where i couldn't really buy a whole Bitcoin at the time, you know, and I didn't understand the, the whole, you know, what, what all this was about. I was just seeing what I could afford to buy. Um, anyway, so Walsh's partner at Castle Island Ventures, Nick Carter, said the de facto, and so yeah, I was a retail investor who was hoping to get rich off of Ripple, you know, and um, yeah. 
So Walsh, Walsh's partner at Castle Island Ventures, Nick Carter, the de facto Bitcoin energy fudbuster in chief, took a more humorous angle, mocking Larson's website. So Ripple, um, this is this is a Nick Carter's post. Ripple is being sued for running a $1.3 billion unregistered securities offering. The Securities and Exchange Commission filed an action against Ripple Labs Incorporated, two of its executives who are also significantly significant security holders, alleging that they raised over $1.3 billion through an unregistered ongoing digital assets. Oh, sorry. That's just a meme. Yeah, yeah. Raised over $1.3 billion through an unregistered ongoing digital asset security offices uh, offering. Secure, why can't I say that? Anyway, uh, and then here's the next uh, headline. Go ahead and fork it. Aside from being misguided on how the protocol works, it was Noel Atchison, head of Insights at Genesis Trading, who said it best. So Noel Atchison says, what they don't seem to understand, colon, any change to Bitcoin would involve a fork, which means the original will still exist. And many, equals most, will choose the original precisely because of its proof-of-work security and its resilience to change. Exactly correct. And Jerry Brito, executive director at Coin Center, challenged the notion that 50 miners could force the code to change and encourage those to, who believed otherwise to read the block size war, an episode in history that proved it was the nodes and users who controlled the protocol, not the miners. So anyone who believes 50 miners and exchanges can force a change in Bitcoin codes need to read the block size war by Jonathan Beer. Um, Larson said Bitcoin's, and here's a quote from the book. Larson said Bitcoin's power consumption issue could force um, oh, this is this is a Greenpeace quote here. So Larson said Bitcoin's power consumption issue could be fixed via a soft or a hard fork, both changing the network's code to make Bitcoin's less power hung to make Bitcoin less power hungry. A soft fork would preserve Bitcoin as a single blockchain. A hard fork would split Bitcoin into two, two separate networks, one supporting miners and the other running different code, perhaps proof of stake. The campaign believes that about 50 key miners and crypto exchanges and core developers have the power power to change Bitcoin's code, which is complete BS. So the result was the block size war was a hard fork of Bitcoin and led to a creation of Bitcoin Cash and Bitcoin Satoshi's vision with Craig Wright, uh, who's, yeah, claims he was Satoshi, yeah, with Bitcoin with Bitcoin's market capitalization capitalization at over US $900 billion compared to Bitcoin Cash's $6.9 billion and Bitcoin Satoshi Vision's $1.8 billion. The market has clearly spoken. Um, yeah, people don't want these forks of Bitcoin. They want satoshi's bitcoin not satoshi's vision and not the cash version all right so having already dealt with a hard fork in the past bitcoiners such as preston pish egged larson on um, so chris larson says last year i published an op-ed calling for considering a move okay so that was that tweet um away bitcoin to move away from proof of work to a low energy validation method today i'd like to share an up, update on how my thinking has involved on this front and that's that article posted by bloomberg you know talking about how you know greenpeace is lobbying lobbying to change bitcoin's code so they think a bunch of politicians and a bunch of very rich people are going to be able to change the code well that's what bitcoin is against and that's what it was designed to to stand up against so preston pish said chris i strongly encourage you to fork it nothing's stopping you i'm sure you'll find hundreds of people that will follow your lead what are you waiting on um so yeah man um anybody that knows anything about bitcoin and how it is formed and how it is coded and what it's designed to do will know that 
this is just $5 million just going down the drain. That could be used to actually help out with um, some serious devastating pollution. So you know where I stand on all this, and I'm not even a Bitcoin maxi, you know? Like, I, I, I'm totally for Ethereum, and I'm totally for proof of stake and everything like that. I think everything has their place. I'm for a multi-chain world and uh, lots of different uh, options. But uh, yeah, I think this whole push of, of hijacking you know, the, the, you know, the a green world and you know, less pollution and stuff like that to bring in some kind of technocratic you know, cyber no soul human beehive society is uh is terrible so yeah. and then they're trying to hijack the only thing that really gives people some kind of um autonomy and uh some way to escape from the whole idea of a central bank digital currency that will tell us how much we can receive as a ubi where we need to spend it, how fast we need to spend it. We won't be, you know, and it, I don't know if it will be monitored and surveilled at all times. And then if we want to order a double pepperoni, it might be telling us that our cholesterol is too high and, you know, and that it would freeze us out from our account. Well, Bitcoin doesn't do this, you know, it, it preserves our independence as we move into this digital world. It is cash, you know? So anyway, yeah, so you know where I stand. So um, anyway, here's just some re replies on here. Proof of work is the only way for Bitcoin. They don't get how the Bitcoin networks network works. Miners can't change the code. It's absolutely true. You have to have the majority of the nodes. Um, otherwise, they would create a fork. And uh, you see how good forks have gone in the past, you know. And <laughs> it's not been fun for the people doing the forks. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, the only successful fork, I think, was the Ethereum fork after the after the hack, you know, and B Ethereum Classic is still around. Um, but, uh, yeah, the, it's funny how there was a, what was it, $60 million hack um, on Ethereum back then during the DAO hack. And that was such a huge deal. You know, it was it was life-changing and a huge momentous occasion in the crypto world and nowadays we have a 600 million dollar hack of the ronin bridge on the ronin blockchain <laughs> and uh yeah it's news but it's not earth-changing and earth-shaking it affected the axie infinity block uh, uh, token and it affected the ronin blockchain price that's really about it. Nothing else was, you know, and it basically uh, gave a warning signal to a lot of um, other blockchains for play to earn games and side blockchains and things like that uh, to uh, strengthen their security. Because apparently Ronin only had like nine validators or something. So anyway, um, and here's another comment on the Bitcoin thing. It's amazing that this coalition of intellectually lazy hysterics is spending millions of dollars on an ad campaign to change the code when all they have to do is commit to a PR on the Bitcoin implementation GitHub pages. <laughs> and uh, let's see here. Bitcoin Green Greenpeace says a code change could slash cryptocurrency energy use and here's why it's not so, so there's a bunch of articles on this all you have to do is do a search in twitter called change bitcoin code you'll find tons of articles um zero x sid says i have a better idea convince those influencers you know to sell their bitcoin and switch to other current cryptocurrencies based on proof of stake there's no need to waste your efforts into trying to change a code okay so they're talking about a more democratic approach um and just by you know saying to change where our dollars go and to try to convince the influencers 
Um, so let's see here. Uh, hence, Bitcoin's development process is intentionally slow and deliberate by design. The process simplified for a change in code. Initial proposal formalized uh, Bitcoin improvement protocol is then to activate a change is quite lengthy. Yeah, and there's the whole Bitcoin improvement process. And it's very slow exactly for this purpose to keep idiotic um, ideas from getting you know, through. All right. So. What do you think about this change in Bitcoin's code? Uh, this uh, Wait, don't think. Just buy an April Fool's gift. Here's a revised classic, The Road to Serfdom <laughs> by Frederick A. Hayek. I like this meme, the I Told You So edition with the Klaus Schwab there, um, you know, in the silhouette and the chain, the shackle. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's about right. Um, are you in any way worried about key miners, core developers, in quotes, that have the power to change Bitcoin's code? You've made a compelling argument as to why Bitcoin maxis won't willingly switch. It appears it'll be forced through government regulations and or voting on code. But that's the problem. It can't be forced in government regulations. And then Ovex.io says the Bitcoin code is immutable. Upgrade attempts in the past have failed. The world's most powerful miners and organizations cannot force changes on the Bitcoin protocol without the support of nodes and end users. All right. Um, yeah. And then people are saying, here's the code. Go ahead and change it. It'll just create a fork. And then whoever follows on that fork, you know, supports it. And if more people support the fork, then uh, by all means, you know, like if all these nodes actually do support the change, then I will be for it. I'll be OK. You know, if, if all these people running these nodes agree, then I, I'm down. I'm uh, you know, but um, I don't see it happening. All right. So Mark E. Jeftovic, the crypto capitalist, says, number one, the game theory precludes miners from doing that as they're incentivized not to. Number two, LOL, no, nobody's going to force a change in Bitcoin's code. Again, they're free to fork it. All right. And um, let's see what else we have here. Um, and then there's this, this whole, there's tons of articles. Just, just do a, a, a Twitter search, change Bitcoin code, and you'll come up with so many uh, arguments both ways. Um, let's see. I, I found some good ones earlier. Um, guys, Anon Holder 2 says, guys, I heard Bitcoin is controlled by 20 super rich dudes that can change the code whenever they want. I guess, so I guess Bitcoin's dead now. Um, all right. And, um, who thinks Bitcoin code will ch change due to Greenpeace campaign? I voted and it won't change anything. Um, so no greed reopens the coal plants. Uh, there is an excess of energy all over the United States and Canada. Don't blame blame Bitcoin, Bitcoin, Bitcoin. Sorry, don't blame Bitcoin. It's just a code you want to change. Um, so, yeah, I, like I explained earlier, every single power plant, whether it's coal, whether it's solar, whether it's wind, whether it's nuclear, creates an excess of energy. You know, in order to have a buffer for these ebbs and flows in usage of energy. And whatever is not used basically just gets burnt off and wasted and let out. And uh, so Bitcoin miners like Great American Mining Company are hooking up their miners to these power plants and using this excess energy that is made to be act as a buffer and be used anyway. And uh, that's where a lot of this bitcoin mining energy is now starting to come from and if we focus more of our efforts on it, trying to encourage miners to to use these options instead of just using up tons of energy that's just out there um then uh it, it would be a more 
a green way to do this. And like I said at the beginning of the show too, I mean, let's focus less on all these other technologies like, you know, building fighter jets and bombs and tanks and this military industrial prison complex that we have and take that energy and focus it on building people up with autonomy and freedom and uh, financial independence through Bitcoin and uh, use that for good energy that we would have used anyway for evil and then uh yeah we would have a free society so with that note uh 27 minutes in i didn't think i'd go this long i gotta go to work at 6 23 i still have to upload this episode um thanks again for people watching and uh, give a thumbs up if you like this um and a lot of people may hate this you know people um saying that i hate the environment i don't hate the environment i don't i, I try to clean up my life and uh, to do things to recycle to uh, to drive a um a less uh, a fuel consumption, consum, a fuel consuming car and things like that. Um, you know, I try to do things personally in a more green way. Uh, but that doesn't mean that I, uh, am going to forego the whole of uh, idea of freedom and autonomy through proof of work mining that Bitcoin provides. And, uh, yeah. All right. Well, I will talk to you guys later. Thank you for making it to the end of this program. If you actually like this content, give a thumbs up. And if you want to hear more, just hit the subscribe button. I'm available on YouTube, Odyssey, and BitChute, and on all the major podcasting platforms in audio version. Spotify specifically. If you would like to follow and leave a review, that would help a lot. I am also available on Twitter at EurekaJohn1. That's E-U-R-E-K-A John, J-O-H-N, and the number one. My DMs are always open. Feel free to shoot me a message. If you would like to donate some stablecoin or Ethereum, please feel free to send it to eurekajohn.crypto or eurekajohn.eth. This will help with the gas costs for all these protocols that I mess around with. Because that gas adds up and I ain't rich. Yet. Thanks again.